Yo, welcome to another episode of A Brother's Got Next. It's your boy, D. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime. What's going on, Quab? D, 49 episodes in, man. We, we almost have 50. We yeah, man. 50. So 50 yeah. will be the end of season two. Um, Man, I can't believe it's been, you know, close to 50 episodes already, man. This is crazy. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a good journey. I mean, I've had fun. I'm, I'm sure you have. And uh you know, we're just going to keep it going. And we're excited for season three, man. Obviously, it would be the start of the NFL season. You know what I mean? That's like Christmas Day for us. You know what I mean? And the, the never miss predictions coming your way. I know. Way, yeah, every you know. week. So we'll, we'll, we'll start back with the <laughs> weekly show. So you guys will get to hear us weekly for, you know, once season three starts for like the next three, four months, we'll have, you know, weekly shows. So, yeah, it's, it should be good. It should be fun. I'm definitely looking forward forward to that. But, uh yeah, man, but uh, you know, I I just came back from vacation. I was in uh Martha's Vineyard for uh, a long weekend, from like a Friday to a Monday, and uh, yeah, man, it was it was good. It was relaxing. Um, you know, obviously it's always good to be back. Uh, you know, it was I went to go spend time with my dad and um, you know, my stepmom and stuff, and uh, you know, also got to hook like up with some friends that I hadn't seen in years because I I pretty much used to go to Martha's Vineyard every summer when I was a kid. Yeah. And um yeah, but you know, obviously my wife wasn't able to come, but so you know it's always good to be back home. You know, I missed her and you know, she because she wasn't there. But uh yeah, man, it was a good trip. And um one thing I have to say about Martha's Vineyard, man, the food is great. Um obviously. Oh yeah, I still remember that, man. Oh you, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was lucky enough to make the trip with you back in two thousand and ten. That was my first right, time right, there. right. I remember the ice cream, the seafood. Oh, yes. Yeah, Mad Martha's is probably so, uh, yeah. you know, telling the audience, I know you guys don't know what that is, but Mad Martha's is it's, it's exclusively only on Martha's Vineyard. It's a um, family run ice cream place. And they actually have one in every town. So, like, um, Martha's Vineyard, I think, is made up of like five or six towns. So you have Oaks Bluff, Vineyard Haven, Eggertown. Those are the three major towns. So there's, there's, a, there's a Mad Martha's in each of them. But, um, yeah, man, it's actually some of the best ice cream I've ever had, and I'm and I'm putting it up against like you know even like the the chains like you know Cold Stone. It's up there. Yeah, Hagen Dazs Ben and Jay's up there, man. Yeah, because it's 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 family run. It's only on, Mar- you know, in Martha's Vineyard. Like you can't get it, you know, off the island or in the mainland. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 really good. And do um, people live at Martha's Vineyard? They do. They do. There are people that live year round there, man. It's. You know what's funny, man? Like I was gonna say, like Martha's Vineyard now, at least you know the last few times I've gone back, it's kind of turning in like to the Hamptons, man. It's like Ooh. the New Hamptons, like you know how the Hamptons is in New York, like Long Island, where all the celebrities and all the rich people live. Like, yeah, man, that's what Martha's Vineyard is kind of now, man. It's it's expensive to live there. Like, a lot of the homes are going for like, you know, clo- you know, over a million dollars, you know, in the millions. Wow, you know, so like, there's schools there and everything, huh? Yeah, there are. There are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there are. So uh, you gonna be moving there soon? 
Nah, because I'm good. I, I just <laughs> think like it's a summer because I mean, obviously they still have winter like how we have winter up here, you yeah. know, on the East Coast, and it's still bad. I mean, and it, it, it actually is a little worse because remember there, it's all it's it's a, it's an island, so it's surrounded by water, so you know it's, it's even colder. So yeah, now I would never. I don't know how I could live there year round, but in the summer. The summer, I mean, the springs and summer are great, man. Even the fall, like, the, I mean, I've heard the fall is good, but yeah, I mean, spring and summer, are like the bread and butter, it, it's great out there. But uh, yeah, man, it was a good trip. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a very relaxing place. It's not one of those places where you go, it's not like you're going in a party and, and, and do a bunch of stuff. Like, it's just a very relaxing, chill. Most people go to the beach every day. Um, they, and like I said, they have summer homes. Just a little stuff to do in town. Like I said, really good food. So you're uh-huh. saying it's it's nothing like our Cancun trip? <laughs> no, nothing like Cancun or Vegas. Yeah. I know it's the exact nothing, opposite. nothing like those trips. But um... yo, can you do me a favor though? Can you like take me with you next time? Like, I feel like I got I got like one date with you there, and then you haven't asked me back out there. So, like, <laughs> oh what do I God. gotta do, man? Can sure. You like... <laughs> I, I think next time we should do the we should do the couple the couple. Yeah, days, I'll, you know? I'll be I'll more than likely be married by the next. Yeah, time. So, yeah, because yeah, that would be. I know Maya's probably never been, so that would be a. A cool um, couple thing. My wife, you know, I took her back in 2015. That was actually the last time I went six years ago. Oh, so I didn't I've realize been, it's been six years. Wow. Six years, man. Remember, before that, I hadn't gone to. We went with you, and that was in 2010. And before that, dude, I hadn't been there like almost 11. I think before 2010, mm. I don't think I had been there since like 98. So it was like 12 years. Man. Yeah, hopefully it's not so that it's been, long for the next time. Man. I know. I hope not either. Yeah. So it's been big gaps, but um. Yeah, man, no, nah, that would be a, definitely a cool trip to to go on. The one thing I will say is, I think I told you this, uh, you know, I was texting you. So I went out on Saturday and I hooked up with some friends that, like I said, I grew up there with. And it was kind of popping in Oaks Bluff. Like, it was like, because they have a lot of, like, new bars and a lot of things now for, like, you know, younger, like, when I say younger people, like, people in their 20s, like, you know, college. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was kind of popping on Saturday night. I was shocked. I was like, oh. Okay. Well, okay. I didn't know so, Martha's Vineyard could pop like that. I know. Me neither. Yeah. So we were kind of doing like a little, like, you know, bar hopping, but, you know, kind of things. It was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty dope. Yeah. But it was cool seeing some of my old friends, you know, people I grew up with there um, and then just seeing them now and how, you know, obviously we're older now. So like just how life has changed and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was a good trip. Um, you know, uh, I would definitely recommend, any, you know, for everybody to go check it out at least one time, you know, one summer. It's, it's not a place you have to go for a long time either. You can go for like a few days and, you know, you could pretty much see everything and, you know, get everything in. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's it's great for the beach. Like, you know, like I said, every day you go to the beach, like we went to the beach pretty much every day. Only the, only my last day we didn't go because it, it rained. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, it's it was one of my favorite parts of that trip, too, was the boat ride to Martha. Yes. Yes. Really yeah. chill. Very it's underrated really, part of the. Yeah. Experience. The beaches aren't packed. This is very relaxing. man. I really yeah, like- man. Like I said, it, it's it's like I said, it's almost turning into like the new Hamptons. And the one thing I do like about and I've always liked about Martha's Vineyard is you see a lot of black people. It's a lot of us there. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot of like, you know, cool, educated black people that are doing stuff. So yeah, that's one thing I also like about it too. It's just, you know, you see a lot of us. So yeah, man, overall it was a, it was a, it was a good trip, Nice. but now we're going to get into, you know, our bread and butter, the sports, the sports thing. And, uh, obviously some big news a few days ago, Quab, um, the Texas now willing to trade Deshaun Watson. Now they're saying multiple first round picks and starting caliber players so let me just you know you know listen i just want to get your thoughts of do you think any team should trade for him or 
or not? Or and if you do think, uh, you know, teams are training, what teams do you think right now should make the move? You know, it's a tricky situation, and there's a reason why a lot of teams have expressed interest, but they haven't necessarily jumped out and said, all right, we're going to give you three first-rounders and two starters for him. Because I, right. I do think he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, not just like young quarterbacks. I think you can argue he's maybe the fifth or sixth best QB in the league, period. Okay. And I think what a lot of people have to understand with his, his particular case, because a lot of people are saying like, well, what if he gets suspended this year? I don't think that's going to happen, and I think the reason why is because it's not a criminal case. It's a civil case, which is going to take a little bit more time. Right. He's probably right, right. not going to have to go to court until the until 2022, like the end, the next offseason. So he's definitely going to play, you know, from what a lot of the, you know, reporters and experts are saying, he's going to play the entire 2021 season. So right. with that said, you know, is there a team out there that feels like they're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. Like I look at a team like I look at a team like Philly, for example, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a big surprise. But I think with them, like a lot of people don't know if they, they want to know what his future is going to be first, because you don't want to give up all those assets for him. And then he's not going to be able to play in 2022. Because do, do you think they, that Philly should give up on Jalen Hurts just yet? And that, though? And that's what I was going to say. I don't yeah. know. I, mm-hmm. We don't know what we have with him yet. He could end up being pretty good. He could end right. up being, you know, below average. So right, right, right. But here's the thing. If you don't know what you have at quarterback, and he's a young guy, he's only going into his second season, I believe. Right, that's what I was saying, right. Why not? Yeah, why not go after a proven commodity who could be your quarterback for the next 10 years? I mean, I think Deshaun Watson's only 25 years old or so. So um, Philly's so Philly's one team I thought about. But you know what, man? When you look across the league, there aren't a lot of teams that really, really need a quarterback. Because even if you look at – Chicago or or the Jets, all those all those teams drafted guys in the first round. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so I was gonna bring that up. I mean, that's one of the teams. So would you would you take a risk? Think I know Ben is gonna play this year, and obviously yeah. they may, I mean, more than likely this is his last year, he'll go into retirement. Would you take the risk of saying, Okay, well, right, let's see how his criminal case plays out, but let's still trade for him just in case like everything's all good then he can be Ben's replacement. And like like you said, he can be your quarterback for the next 10 years, and that's a really great replacement. You know what I mean? Um, I think the tricky part about that is mm-hmm. he, you've already committed to starting Ben this season. And although Ben took a pay cut, he's still making a good amount of money where you can't just be like, all right, it, it logistically and financially, it doesn't really make sense for the Steelers uh, to see, do it this year. Yeah, but, man, a year from now? Right, if he right. can put all that stuff behind him. So, like, 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 for instance, like, like. So, I'm glad you like even a team like in Atlanta, who you know Matt Ryan's getting up there. Yeah, he's getting you know up I mean? there. That's a so good one. Like, you know, Atlanta would say, okay, you know, obviously Matt Ryan's getting up there. Well, would you would you pull the trigger if you were in Atlanta? You know what I mean? Because Atlanta has a lot Orleans? of young, if, young, young assets and young yeah. talent that are starters right up, now. Yeah, they picked up Kyle Pitts. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they, especially at receiver, you know, they have um, who's 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 the other guy who was uh, across from Julio, um, who's from Alabama, Ridley. Calvin oh, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. yeah. So he, he looks have like a lot of young players that you know, because I know as part of the Texas want starters. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I look, I look at Atlanta, and I'm like, okay, you know, Matt Ryan's getting up there. You know, he's not going to play. I don't think much longer. And then you have, you know, they still, they have a young, as far as outside of Matt Ryan, they have a young nucleus. It's like a team like Atlanta, you know, and he's from the South. I think he's from, I forgot where he's from, but he's from the South. Yeah. He's from Georgia. 
He's from okay. Georgia. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that, that would be right up his alley. So, I would – I mean, a team like Atlanta, um, you know. Another team that makes a ton of sense that has a lot of really good young receivers, you're talking about uh, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. The Broncos mm-hmm. make a ton of sense. Well, I was going to say the Broncos are actually a team – So okay, so I have a kind of in category. So, I, I have four teams that I think right now he can do the trade and it would make sense and it's like, yeah – that would be, you know, that would be their quarterback going forward for the next year. Denver, Denver is one of them, obviously, because, you know, there's been the talk that Denver was, you know, going to go after Aaron Rodgers. So, and they, they've been shaky at quarterback for some years now. Since, so they haven't you know, had a quarterback since Peyton. Since Peyton, exactly. So yeah. I, I think they're definitely on that list of like, I wouldn't be shocked if they pulled the trigger now and like, yeah, he's the starter now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we know they've always been desperate for a quarterback for a while. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. My other team is the Miami Dolphins. Um, just from – I mean, look, I know Tua is only going into his second year, um, but, you know, I'm I'm kind of like, you know, we don't – obviously, we, we still don't know about him. It's kind of like the Jalen Hurts syndrome, but we know what you get with Deshaun Watson. And I just think Miami is like a quarterback away from beginning because I love their defense. Um, they have a good running game. Uh, so I, I, like I think they're just a, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like their coach as well. Exactly. Correct. And I also think they have a, 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 a few young players that they can add to the package. Um, so if I'm them, I, you know, I, I think that's another team that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to pull the trigger now and he would be the guy. Um, so my two other teams are like new England. Uh, cause I know they just drafted, you know, the guy from uh, Alabama, but, I mean, he was like the Matt last Jones. quarterback pick. Yeah, Matt and Jones. Cam. I mean, Cam is Cam. I think at this point in Cam's career, we know what he is. He's not that guy anymore. But yeah, he, that's another team that. Um, now, as far as see, they don't have a lot of young young talent. That's the problem with New England. So no. I don't know who who they would you know give up in as far as like who the Texans were willing to take in that deal. You know, obviously, I know New England always has picks. So I mean, the picks would not be an issue, but. Yeah, New England's kind of tricky because like, they don't really have a lot of young talent. But, See, the uh, reason New England doesn't make a ton of sense for me is mm-hmm, – Go ahead. Remember, they took Mac Jones with the 15th pick. He wasn't that low of a pick. He was you know mid, mid-first mid round. Right, so, right. I don't think it makes much sense to bring on Deshaun, who is proven and Mac Jones isn't clearly, but you already right. invested a first-round pick in Mac Jones mm-hmm. who hasn't even played yet. So why bring in a guy who you're going to have to pay a lot of money when you just pretty much said – you know, a few months ago, hey, this is this is going to be our guy for a while. So, okay, That's I don't true. think it would yeah. make sense there. But, but it would look good, though. I mean, we don't want to see New England be good, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. But it would make a lot of sense just based off of you know their current mm-hmm. needs. But I feel right, like right, they feel like they may have their guy. I I don't think Cam has much left, honestly. Right, that's what I, I, right. I, I agree. Cam is a backup personally. I, don't I agree. And the last team for me is the Redskins. So the Redskins to me you like mean, the you mean the Washington football team? I'm sorry, the Washington <laughs> football team. Yeah. So the Washington football team is the last team because I look at them kind of like the Miami Dolphins. They're like a quarterback away from Ooh, being yeah. really yeah. good. Now the only thing mm-hmm. with Washington is again they would probably have to give up somebody like a uh, uh, their receiver like McLaurin or. One of their running backs, who are you know, both of their running backs are pretty good, so they probably have to give up some some skill position players. So that's the only thing that's kind of tricky with Washington, and I and I'm I for sure know they don't want to give up McLaurin at, at, at receiver. He's a actually a, a really underrated, really good receiver. Yeah, um, they won't give up McLaurin, and they won't give up Logan Thomas, their tight end. Who they just correct, right? That's what I was gonna say. So I, yeah. it's kind of tricky with them, and I know 
that's probably who the Texans would, you know, kind of target and want to go after if, if you know, if, if Washington was willing to do the deal. Um, you know, we know Dan Snyder's not scared to, you know, trade for picks and all that stuff. So I, I already know that they'll be fine there. But, yeah, it gets kind of tricky with them. But I will say that they are a quarterback away from being really good just because their defense is really good. And, um, I mean, listen, they pretty much were at quarterback by committee last year and won the division and made the playoffs and again gave Tampa Bay a game. I mean, they were playoffs. seven and nine. So, yeah. Uh, I they did get was that was probably Tampa's toughest game. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah man. That's what I'm saying. They gave Tampa a game. Um, you know, obviously, I don't know much about this Hinky guy. I only got one sample size. Oh, Heineke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Heineke. Yeah. yeah, he played. He played in the. You know, he played. He played pretty well in the playoffs. I he mean, did. He looked good. I wonder who's going to start there because I mean, I think that's just legit going to be a QB competition, right? Which so I don't between think Heineke and who though? Because I mean, Fitzpatrick's Alex not there. Who? And <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I forgot he signed. <laughs> they signed him. He said, he said who? <laughs> oh, but this is like his like 15 team. Like, Jesus. And we know what he is. This is what, this is what he's going to do. Week one. <laughs> I know listen, what you're going to say. Week one, four touchdowns, no picks. Like, dang, yo, Fitzmagic. The next week, five picks. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> well, here's, no, you know what, though, Bob? No, Bob, wait, wait. But here's the thing. Lately, when he's he's actually had a two or three game run pretty good. It's like that fourth or fifth game when he starts <laughs> to show his real colors. Like, okay, yeah, this is this is a wrap now. Yo, but he's so when he's bad, he's horrible. Like he, dude, he had a game a couple years ago. He looked to see through six picks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think wasn't it all before like the fourth quarter started? Yeah, it was bad. And you know what? Another crazy stat about him is he's been in the league since two thousand and five. So he's going into his sixteenth season. He's never played in a playoff game. Oh wow. That is crazy to me. That's yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, how is that possible? So you got guys like like, like Matt Moore who have played in playoff games and right, Heineke yeah. and yeah, who else man. played in the playoff game? Like, all sorts of backups. Yeah. Yeah. Tavares Jackson played in a uh mm-hmm. yeah, it's like yo, and Fitzpatrick never played in one. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, AJ McCarron. You can name a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy <laughs> yeah man that's crazy but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean i don't think a team is going to pull the trigger unless there's like maybe if there's a significant injury to like mm-hmm. a, a vet you know another team one more team i want to throw in there yeah go ahead yeah sure is the saints because like is Jameis really the dude we don't know but and, i thought they're gonna start oh boy the guy was like the quarterback running back kind of dude oh uh, what's what's that guy's name uh yeah, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, I'm I'm forgetting right now. Uh, um, yeah. Hill. Hill. Yeah. Taysom, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah. No, Taysom Hill, like, remember, they signed him. They re-signed him, but they gave him a, a, a very friendly contract. It wasn't, like, starter money or anything. Oh, okay. Okay. And and I think, you know, I think they're going to have a, Q, a legit QB competition there. So Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but imagine if he went there with Sean Payton. Oh, my gosh. Now here's a, here's a and I'm gonna throw some a couple other teams. Would you? Well, we're gonna talk about it next. Knowing the situation in Green Bay, would you pull the trigger, or do you think they're kind of sold on love? Well, it obviously wouldn't be this year since they're about to resign Rodgers. So, but here's the thing. So, but what do you mean resign? He because I I I don't, I don't think I mean he. This, Oh, it, re- looked, it sounds like this is last year of his contract. I'm sorry, right? not resign. Renew. They're right. about to renew his contract. Is what I meant to say. Oh, right, but, right, right. But here's the thing. And and the details aren't out yet on his contract, but supposedly he's going to have some sort of out in 2022. 
which why would you do that if you're the Packers? Like he clearly doesn't want to be there. So like yeah, why? so we're gonna talk about that next. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about that now. That's our next topic. We're gonna talk about that next. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that get into that next. But uh, yeah, so Green Bay was another team, and then another team I was thinking about was if you're the Giants, if if Daniel Jones doesn't well, we don't know what Daniel because I I think this is this is like a make or break year for Daniel Jones as far as the Giants. Like if he doesn't play well this year, they're gonna have to look for another QB. Would you, if the, if you're the Giants, would you make a, would you take a risk? See, here's the tricky thing about all these teams we're bringing up is all these teams have kind of have a guy this year already. Right. No, I understand that. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And that's the tricky part. Like Daniel Jones, they they want to give him one more year. Now, is he gonna be good? I'm a little more optimistic than people are because people think he's awful. <laughs> yep, I'm one of them. But uh, go ahead. Danny Dimes. <laughs> Danny Dollar, that's what he's going to be called by the end of the next season, Danny Dollar. What did, but, what did our boy Nick call him, Danny, oh, Danny Pennies? Yeah, he's not, <laughs> he's not feeling him at all. But, yeah, that's the problem with a lot of these teams we're mentioning. They, they all might need a quarterback next year. They don't really need him now. Yeah, and I know because, you know, the same thing. I look at, like, the situation in Minnesota. Like, I think this is Cousins last year. So you think so? Why is that? Isn't, but it's, it's the last year of his contract, right? I'm not sure what his contract is. I, well, I he only realize- signed, I think, three years. This is this will be his third year. I think he only signed a three-year deal. He didn't sign like a five-year deal. He only signed three mm-hmm. years. So this is this will be the last year. Yeah, I'm not sure what his contract situation is. Yeah, my thing is like, come on. I I just know a lot of people really not sold on him. I know he's one. You know, obviously, since he's been there, he's won a playoff game, and and all that. But um. Yeah, I mean, when I look at his body of work for the last two years, I mean, yeah, that's like his only success winning one playoff game. You know what I mean? It was a wild card game. I mean, they did beat the Saints, I you know, in in New Orleans, which was, you know. Yeah. That's so a big next thing. year, 2022 is actually the last year of his contract. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But, okay. you know, you know how it is with a lot of these contracts. You can opt out after a certain year. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I think he's he can opt out after this year. Yeah. He's allowed to opt out. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Cousins is tricky because, like, he's one of those guys where, like, he may – I don't think he's good enough to, like, win a Super Bowl with, but he's not bad enough to bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 I, that's, that's, a, that's actually a great analogy, a great assessment. Yeah, yeah I agree. he's like – do I trust him in big games? Not really. <laughs> so is he kind of like – I know you hate when I bring this up. Is he kind of like <laughs> you got to find new sort of? I know. Okay. Is he kind of like somebody you like? Okay. He's not, you know you you always say like they're they're not great, but they're not terrible either. So is he kind of like the, those quarterbacks that we used to always talk about? It's like you know like you always say is he good, and I'll be like he's all right. Like he, I, used you to, could... I used to ask you that about uh, Bolger, <laughs> Mark Bolger. Like, okay, you... like to me, Cousins is a type of quarterback that you need every. Everything has to be great around him for him to be successful. So, for instance, like, he has to have great skill positions. The defense has to be good. And he has to have great coaching. Now, I think he has two two out of three of those things. Like, he has a good coach. Um, he does have some a pretty good skill, but he has Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson looks special, too. He has Thielen, you know what I mean? Yeah, Justin Jefferson um, looks, looks really good. Their defense, like, remember, a couple years ago, they were really good. But it's kind of gone down, you know, the last couple years. So, their defense is not the same. And they've kind of lost guys from free agency and trades and all that. But, yeah, I just think with Cousins, you have to have everything go right. He's kind of – you have to surround him with, like, everything. You know what I mean? Whereas, like – The thing about that, though, D, is, like, 
you see what right now you're you're I feel like you're talking more about like a bridge quarterback. See when what the, the way you're describing him right now, I feel that way about no pun intended. I said bridge quarterback like Bridgewater. Like he's kind of basic. Oh yes, I agree. I agree. But yeah. I think he's better than basic. I think we can agree that about Cousins. Like Cousins. Right. So you throw... think he's better? He's better than like an eye. He's better, right? He's better than like a bridge. Yeah, quarterback. like he, dude. Like you. I mean, I know it's not all about numbers when it comes to this type of stuff because like. He's thrown for over 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Like last season, he threw 35 touchdowns last year. You know? Oh, okay. So he, he's better than like basic. But yeah, I agree. He kind of needs the surrounding pieces, which he has now. Like he has one of the best young running backs. He has he has one of the best rookie wide receivers of all time. Justin Jefferson broke rookie records. Right, so right, right, right. There's, I mean, they lost Kyle Rudolph, but but they have, um, uh, the, I forgot the other Titans name that they have there, but they have some talent. I think this is a make or break year. I think if, if he doesn't perform well this year, cause they have the talent to be a playoff team. If, if he doesn't perform well, right. I definitely think they'll go a different direction. And I like Zimmer at coach. I've always liked him at coach. You know what I mean? I yeah, think he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's a little conservative at times. And he, you know, he's more of a defensive. Well, guy. he's, 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 you know, he comes from the bill Parcells kind of, you know, yeah. school. You know, that was one of Parcells guys. So he's like from the Parcells coaching training. You, we knew how bill Parcells was, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not surprised at that, but uh, I I feel like the Vikings are always so dependent on whoever their OC is because like when they had um, I think Clint Kubiak is their coordinator now, but I, I forgot who they had before. Was it was it was it was, it, was it the guy who coaches the Browns, Stefanski? Yeah, uh, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, there a lot of their success is dependent on how the offense runs because the defense like they've lost some talent. Because remember, they had a couple years. They they only tried Yannick Ngakwe for one year, but they also had like Xavier Rhodes when he was in his prime. Right, right. Um, they had uh, the Harris. Was it uh, Harrison? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually at safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had Everson Griffin when he was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, Harrison Smith is still one of the most underrated right. safeties in the league. Yeah, but they had Everson. They had Everson Griffin when he was good. Yeah, he just I mean? fell off all of a sudden. Oh no, yeah, he and he had a, like a big fall off, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, but like I said, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've never been a big Cousins guy. You obviously, you've always known that. I've never really been. A big yeah, guy. I'm in the middle with him. Like, I don't think he's bad, obviously, but is he like great? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he's good enough to win a Super Bowl with if if things kind of fall in line he's right not, he's right. not a put the team on his back kind of quarterback that's no. the type of quarterback i like russell wilson aaron Rodgers. well yeah you're talking about the elite of the elite you know what yeah I mean? but even guys yeah. that like you know there's there's guys like uh like dak i don't i don't love dak i like dak but dak i feel like dak can put the team on his back if you need him to heck he was kind of doing it last year if the defense wasn't so terrible the right, was right, scoring right. Out of, they would score pretty much all the time before yeah got, so. that's true yeah, I, I, yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can give you that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, let's go. Then now we're gonna, now we revisit the uh, Green Bay discussion with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So obviously, as you guys heard this week, um, it looks like Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back and actually play for the Green Bay Packers. But the tricky thing is, as Quab mentioned, you know earlier, is that apparently this might really be it. Like he's probably probably gonna, you know, opt out and walk, pretty much walk. So I guess, you know, when I was doing, you know, we we're going through the show and I was I went to pose a question. Do you think Green Bay should trade him now and get something or just let him walk? And, you know, you put all your faith in in Jordan Love. Obviously, I don't know a lot about Jordan Love. I mean, you know, tr- training camp and these mini camps, you know, everybody looks good. So, you know, they've been saying, oh, he looks good and all that in the offense. But I mean, he's he's not. I mean, look, as far as I know, he's not Aaron Rodgers. So. If you're, you know, Quab, if you're Green Bay, do you do you kind of 
say, look, I know Aaron Rodgers is still one of the, you know, greatest, best, greatest quarterbacks in the league, but, you know, we don't just want him to walk for anything. Do you trade him or do you just let him walk? Here, here's the problem. See, if they were going to trade him, they needed to do it in June. So yeah. after, Ju- after June 1st, it, it changed the cap hit situation. So like if right. they trade him, they're just going to, there's going to be a lot of dead money, like over 20 something million dollars in dead cap money. If they, if they decide to trade him now. And here's the thing, if you're the other team, you're going to have to give up a ton for Rogers. Now I understand Rogers is still, I mean, you could argue he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. It's it was MVP him, last year. Yeah. It's either him or Mahomes, the best quarterback right. in the league, but he's not a young dude. He's not a young guy. Like, like I understand, like, look, we're seeing what Brady's doing, and we're saying, like, oh, maybe he can play until he's 43, 44. But Rodgers is going to be 38 um, through, you know, at, at December. So right, he's, he's right. not a young dude. If you're an organization, are you really going to give up, like, three first-rounders? I don't know, man, because that could really prevent you from building your, your team. Now, we talked about this earlier with Deshaun Watson. There aren't too many teams that – really are like a quarterback away they either have somebody in place already or they just drafted a young guy right so, the team i can see doing it and i i'll go back it was actually one of the teams i mentioned with deshaun watson is the denver broncos now the reason i mentioned <laughs> the broncos are always in the mix <laughs> right they're always okay but here's the thing the reason why i mentioned the denver broncos is that as we know from the history especially with john elway he's willing to take a risk on older quarterbacks, especially if they're going to win a Super Bowl within the next, you know, within the two or three years that they may play, a la Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this is a different situation because with Peyton Manning, they didn't have to give up anything. He just signed there. You know what I mean? Like, he was a free agent, and they signed him. So it's a different situation. But knowing Elway's his- history, I can see Elway doing it just because he may say to himself, okay, if I win a Super Bowl within two years with him, it's- it was worth it. So he may not really care about, okay, well, it's going to hurt our future if he can win now. And that's what he did with Peyton. You know, he kind of said. Yeah, because winning now is ultimately what the goal should be. Exactly. Correct. 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 But I think it also depends on the organization. Like some organizations are okay with a rebuild. Look at Jacksonville. They've been rebuilding for like 15 years. (laughs) They're always rebuilding. And then there are just certain organizations that are win now. Pittsburgh. Right. You know, um, New England. Mm-hmm. Um, you, oh, there's a boatload of other teams that are win now teams. So, right, right, right. Um, you know, another team that may need a quarterback. It, it was funny we were talking about Deshaun Watson earlier. Heck, the Texans. He's just stay there. They need a quarterback. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, I know. That's true. They just That's don't have true. a lot of good skill players. But no. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't think it would. It would make sense to trade Rodgers. Although, like I said, he's going to end up possibly leaving in 2022 anyway. So why not try to get as much for him now? That's what then and then that's right. I was gonna say when I posed a question to you, you know, my whole thing is, and I think we always talk about this in, you know, not just in football, but in sports generally, even basketball, baseball. If you have a guy that does not want to be there and you know that's gonna walk and he has value and he's still kind, you know, kind of good. Now I don't want to say kind of good. He I mean Rogers is still great. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Top top three for sure. Um, why wouldn't you try to get something for him? Because if he walks then I'm telling you right now, I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this prediction on this podcast. You can remember this. Season 2, episode 49. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know what the date is today. <laughs> um, what's today's date? Is it the 27th? Today, today's the 20, July 27th. Yeah. July 27th, 2021. If Uh-oh. the Green Bay Packers let Aaron Rodgers walk in 2022, he will sign with the Denver Broncos for a two, three-year deal. Book it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. So if I'm Green Bay... 
I wouldn't let that happen. I would trade him and try to get some value for him. Like you said, I and I agree with you. I think whoever trades from this has to give up a ton and probably, like you said, kind of hurt their future. But if they're a win-now team and you can win it with Rodgers in the next two years, I, I, I might do it. I don't know. You I mean, know, they need, to, they need to take that Rams approach. Talk about a team that does not care about the future. They always give up first-rounders. That's all they right, do. Right, they give up right. a bunch of first-rounders for uh, – um, Imagine for if he the- went there. Well, they have a quarterback, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, imagine I mean, before they got Stafford, even oh, I'm not a big yeah. Stafford guy. Oh, my but, God. Can you imagine if he went there oh, with that with defense? Sean McVay running the offense, Yeah, too? and with that D, I'm that number real, one defense? I'm being real 17-0. <laughs> Dog, who is beating them? No, yeah. I don't I don't know how you beat them. Yeah. That would be insane. Or if he went to San Fran. I know San Fran now, like, they, they, they drafted a guy, but, like, you right. know, he would love to – I, in fact, I, I've heard the the rumor was one of the teams he was open to being traded to if they did was San Fran. Oh, was San? He Fran. wanted right. to well, go he's, to a, San he's a Cali Fran. guy. He's a Northern Cali. Yeah, guy. he wanted like remember they had the first pick. They ended up going with Alex Smith, which at right. the time like people can clown them all they want. At the time, it wasn't a bad choice. And right, right. Alex Smith ended up having a solid career. It's not Rogers, of course. But, oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Another thing I think the what I think the problem is, and the Packers won't won't admit this, but. I feel like maybe just Jordan Love hasn't looked that good. Like in training camp and practice, they're like, this guy's not that good. I think that's what oh, I because I heard opposite. I heard he, I thought he did look good. I'm that's my speculation. I don't know. Oh, that's your speculation. Yeah, because okay. that's not what reports were saying. Reports were saying that he was actually that he was running the offense pretty well. Like he looked really good. But like I like I said in the beginning, like everybody looks good in training camp. Everybody looks good in these mini camps because you're not playing against anybody. You're just. Mm-hmm. You're playing against air, you know what I mean? You're playing against the the practice squad or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, but that because I heard he looked good, and that's why I guess they were kind of saying, well, if he doesn't come back, okay, whatever, or we'll trade him. We have Jordan Love here. But you may be right. Maybe, you know, him coming back for this this one year, right, Jordan Love is just not that guy. He hasn't looked good, and they say, look, man, we really need you back. You may be right. Yeah, I guess – um, I was I was a little confused why he was even a first round quarterback. I think I might I might be I gotta double check this, but like didn't he lead the nation in interceptions in 2019? It was like I have, yeah, I have to check that. Yeah, because I didn't <laughs> I didn't know much about him coming out of college. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't know much about him, but I guess you know whatever the Packers saw on him, they saw. So you know whatever, but uh. Yeah, it should be should be interesting. I mean, what's going to happen? You know, obviously in these next you know few months and in going forward into next year, you know, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the whole situation. But uh, all right, guys. So you know, as I always tell you, you know, me and Quab, you know, obviously, you know, not just being co-hosts, but you know, being best friends and all, we always text each other, and we have a lot of texts where it ends up being like debates. You know, we end up, you know, we'll you know something we'll start talking about something, and it'll be like, you know. I'm, I may comment on something. He may comment. I'm like, wait a minute. No, like mm-hmm. I have a different, you know, answer or a different thing to that. And then we'll get into like a little debate over text. So obviously the NBA season just ended and I had brought up that, you know, I think Giannis is a, you know, top three, definitely top five guy. Mm-hmm. And it got us into then going through our, you know, who, who we thought were our top five guys. And, you know, uh, Quab had a little issue with my top, top, not really top five, but top 10. Um, and he was like, whoa, wait a minute. You forgot, you know, some guys and this guy. So I was like, you know what? This would be a great topic to talk about on the podcast. So okay, 
as we present to you now, this will be our <laughs> top. <laughs> I know I don't know if that's a you know good segue, but oh, that's all good. Yeah. And this, you know, this will be our we're presenting our top ten NBA players right now, as of right now. Okay. All right. So, um, do you want to do you want to do like you know bottom up or or, or uh, top to bottom? Why don't we do top to bottom? Top to bottom. Okay. <laughs> so my number one guy. Um, and I think we do definitely have different number one guys. I, I'm still, I still think LeBron James is the okay. best all around player in the league. So and I we, have, to... and we can elaborate after we go through exactly all. at number. Right. One. Yeah, but I got, go K- I got KD at number one. Okay, right. So there we go. So right now, we're already off to a different thing. So why do you think KD is the best, best player in the league? Well, well, like I said, let's let's go through them, and then I'll explain. Oh, okay. You if if you don't mind doing okay. it that way. Yeah. Okay. So my my next guy is KD. Well, okay, that's what so I have at just, number two. And my next one's LeBron. So we just flip flop okay. the top. Okay. So, right. So we just have to think. Number three for me is Gian- is, is uh, Giannis, the Greek freak. Yeah, I have I him got, at number three. I got Giannis number three as well. Okay. And now number- this is where it's going to get interesting. I don't exactly. know if you're going yeah, So this, this is where we're going to get a little interesting. And number four, I have um, Jokic from uh, the Nuggets. Okay, Jokic. That's a good one. Yeah, who's your I, number four? My number four is actually Steph Curry. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but Jokic obviously MVP. I, I get that for sure. One of the best passing big men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now this yeah. is what I'm sure you're gonna be like what? But this is you know, I I had I had I had Curry in my top five, but I actually took him out. Wow. Uh, so I actually put Embiid at five. Yeah, that's a little high for me. <laughs> but 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 you know I do have him on the top ten. But I'll I'll let you know where I have. Him. Yeah. Who? So who's your number five? Remember, this is when everybody's healthy, good to go, not on right, rest. right, right, right. Rest. I got Kawhi number five. Okay, so at, at six, I have Steph. I have Curry at six. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. At six, I have Harden. You have Harden. Okay. Yeah. I have I have Kawhi at seven. Okay, seven. I have Luca. Oh, that's great. I have Luca at eight. Okay, eight. I have Jokic. Oh wow. Okay, so you have him. Yeah, that's yep. that's kind of low. Um, well, to me, that's just to me. That's I, a, yeah, I agree. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. Number nine, I have Dame. Number nine, I also have Dame. Nice. Okay. Now this is where it gets interesting with our <laughs> number ten. So my number ten is Chris Paul. Who's your number ten? Embiid. Embiid. Wow. So you have him Embiid at ten. Okay. Listen, man. All right. Listen. <laughs> this this okay. is this is now. Now we went through the whole list. So right, right, really right, quick, right. Uh-huh. Through, really quick. So I got Katie, LeBron, Giannis, Curry, Kawhi, Harden, Luca, Jokic, Dame, Embiid. Okay. Right. And I have Bron, KD. Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Steph, Kawhi, Luca, Dame, and Paul. Chris Paul. How how did Harden not make your top ten? You don't think James Harden's a top ten NBA player? <laughs> I know, look, I know he was hurt me. last year, but even before his injury, he didn't look great. Like I mean, he was he played. He had some games. Of course, he had some games where he filled up the stat sheet. First of all, we all know he's a horrible defender, so we, let's not even talk about that. Um, he's, not, he's not as bad as he used to be, but yeah, he's still not great. <laughs> okay, he's still pretty bad. But anyway, um, he's a great offensive player, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I just think yeah. you're going to start to see – he's a very good passer. Very he is, passer. he is. I just think you're going to start to see a little decline even when he's healthy. I just don't think he's going to be the same player. I just I have a, I have a feeling, it's just a gut feeling that even next year, even if he comes back healthy, he's just not going to be the same guy. And I know, obviously, he's playing with Kyrie and KD, so – he may have to change his game up, but I, I would put him in that next probably like 11 to 15. I don't have an issue putting him in front of him, but I don't think he's a top 10 player anymore. That's just me. I think he well, – one thing I really like about his game now – I like Kyrie better. I actually like Kyrie better than Harden. 
to oh, me. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. But Kyrie's, I mean, he's right outside my top 10. Okay, but right. For me, what I like about Harden is how he's evolved this game. So his assist numbers of, uh, well, his assist numbers the last couple of seasons have been over 10 assists a game. But okay. one thing that stood out about him, it was actually his highest field goal percentage since 2011. I mean, he shot 47% this year. So he's become more efficient. And he's become more of a distributor, which a lot of people are surprised he's doing because one of the criticisms about Harden's game is he kind of stops. It, it was a lot, a lot of the a lot of the criticism that Melo got when the ball's right, in his right. hands, the offense kind of stops flowing. Right, right, you right. Know, you know, Harden, he'll get his little between the legs dribble go, and then he'll do his step back three. You know, so right the offense. But but I feel like Brooklyn's offense started to flow a lot better when he played point guard and when he was kind of. Um, you know, dishing out the ball and, and maybe being a scorer second. So I just really like how he's evolved this game. Okay. Um, I still think he has a lot of basketball left in him. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's my stance on why I still have. Now, defensively, look, Harden's – I mean, there's a lot of guys – not a lot, but there's a good amount of guys in the top ten that aren't great defenders. I mean, LeBron's not a great defender anymore. Yeah, nor Hard, is Luka. Harden's not a great defender. Yeah, Dane's <laughs> not a great defender. Yeah, so, like, I don't want to, you know – I'm not gonna. Steph, Steph's not a great defender. Yeah, like I said, Steph is just, eh, he's okay. Yeah. One thing I like about Steph, though, compared to the old Harden, Steph at least gives effort. Sometimes Harden <laughs> gives right, effort. Right. On he like tries, but he, <laughs> yeah, he just fails sometimes. But yeah, he at least tries. Yeah. yeah. See, Chris Paul to me is still very good, obviously, but I just don't think at the at this point of his career, I I, I still don't think he's a top ten guy. So I'm glad you brought that up. So this is why I put him top ten. So I give credit also not just the individual, but what he does or what he brings to a team. So That's a good point, right, right. So let me, let, me, let me just elaborate on that. So, for instance, Quab doesn't like this guy. I always bring him up because, you know, but I always say anywhere Jason Kidd went, he made the team better. Now, I understand he doesn't have a J. I never denied that about that. Kidd, though. Um, I never denied that about Kidd. Right, and I know you always called him Asin because he had no J. Yeah. But fine. he definitely made but, his teams better, for sure. Correct. So I give a lot of credit for that. So the reason I have Chris Paul in my top 10 is because when you looked at Phoenix last year, they were not a playoff team. They didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, and he, they really just added him. They really had the same roster, added him, and they were the number two seed in the West and went to the finals and won two, two finals games. I mean, they were up 2-0. So I'm like, okay, so we have to start giving credit to guys when they go – to other teams, especially when they go to another team and turn them completely around. They go from, like, a non-playoff team to making the finals. Like normally, you you see gradual steps. Like, okay, they they um, they missed the playoffs, they made the playoffs, and they got to, like, the second round. But he took them from not making the playoffs to the finals. So that's – and that's the same thing Jason Kidd did with the Nets. So that's why I said I give a lot of credit to that. So when you have a guy like that that can go to a team and just completely do a complete 360, like – a complete turnaround. You have to give credit for that. So mm-hmm. I understand he's not he's not individually good as all the other guys you name. I'll, I'll admit that, but I do give a lot of credit when a guy can go to a team and completely turn them around and make them a finals team, not just a playoff team, but a championship contender. And you know, like I said, they were up two zero. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, that's that's why I have Chris Paul in my top ten. That's why I have him at number ten. 
I'll say this, and and I I don't disagree with anything you said. I would say I was just as impressed with what he did with the Thunder last year. Remember how awful yes. we thought they would be? Yeah, right. You know, they ended true. up being a playoff team. Like they were done in the first round, but like right, right. They had no business being a playoff team last year, and we saw them this year. They're one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were exactly. awful. So exactly. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt that he he makes every team better. You know, right. so uh, I give a lot of credit for that too. But I will I will agree that everybody in your top ten that you have are individually better than him. Yes. Uh, no question. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But he, you have to give him credit for what he, what he brings to a team, what he adds to a team. So, so before we get off the list, so I just want to, so why do you have Jokic and, and, and Bede so low? I probably shouldn't have Jokic that low. Cause I do think Jokic is better than him. Yeah, he was the MVP last year. So I, yeah. I wanna... Yeah. 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 So I probably shouldn't have him that low, but, you, okay. but, but look at the guys I have ahead of him. These are all. MVPs yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not criticizing. Cause all the guys you have ahead of them are, are legit. You know, yeah, you can definitely make arguments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, to me, when you win the MVP, I, I just think you're at least top five or right outside the top five. You know, you're not like, you know, down by the, you know, the top ten. Like I always say, like, okay, like if you win the MVP, that yeah, it kind of boosts you up close to the top five or right. You know, you're right at five. And I and I do think Jokic is a top five player. I mean, just like you said, you named kind of all the things he does well. He can score. He's a great passer. He's a good defender. He does everything well. And I think for me, when it comes to no, I'm sorry, you can keep making your point. No, no, I just think you know for what he did, he's done for Denver the last two years. Like, I mean, obviously they they also have Jamal Murray, but I mean he he's made Denver what they are, and Denver's been a, pretty much a contender every year. I mean, they've gotten to what the second they were. A, in the Western Conference Finals, you know, the year before, you know, this year, you know, they lost in the second round, I know, to the Suns, and they got swept. But, you know, obviously we don't know what that would have been if Jamal Murray played. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even to even without Jamal Murray, he got past the first round, and I give him a lot of credit for that. You know, he kind of put the team on his back. And I mean, obviously Phoenix was a little too much for him. But, yeah, I just like – I don't know. I like it. I, I love his game, um, and yeah. I can see why he won the MVP because, again, he's just great all around. especially. And we haven't seen a big man like this – it's been a while that mm-hmm. can do all this like great defender great passer can score you know what i mean has the outside shot can go inside out i mean we haven't seen this in a long time remind me where you had Kawhi again i had Kawhi at seven okay okay i had him yeah. at uh, i know you okay so i know you had the the question you had for me was i know you, you think i had him be a little too high yeah because ultimately man i feel like dependability is was a was a factor in my oh uh, i see okay too. okay and now but then again i'm kind of contradicting myself cuz Kawhi is a little sketchy <laughs> right, 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 that. right right but Kawhi, i'm just going based off his history obviously he's a champ um i'm still in awe of what he did mm-hmm. and honestly let's be real like if he would have not got hurt the clippers would have went to the finals i honestly think yeah i agree. didn't that series go 7 games am i tripping i think it did with yeah, with the with the did. suns no, 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 yeah. it went six. It went six. It they went won six. in L.A. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they won in L.A. But yeah, it would have been – I mean, I think they would have probably won that series with a healthy Kawhi. So right. you can't you can't underestimate how valuable he is to every team he's on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, nobody's saying still plays. Yeah, still plays both sides of the ball. I just love Embiid just because I have him top in my – as number five is just because of, like, I agree the dependability is a big factor. But yeah. when he plays, when he's there – I mean, very he, dominant. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, like I would use the Jokic thing again. I mean, he can be same thing has a great inside outside game can score pretty much from anywhere. You know, has a good J can score from anywhere on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good defender as well. I mean, you know, good rebounder. Like 
Um, he's not as good as good as a passer as Jokic, but you know what I mean. He's everything else he does pretty well. So yeah, and like I said, we just haven't seen these kind of big men in a long time with him and Jokic. So I, I love Embiid's game when he plays. He's like you say, just very dominant. So that's why I put him at five. You know, another guy that was, has always been in my top 10, but all of a sudden you, you ask people what their top 10 is. You don't see his name anymore is Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah he's just kind of, you know, I think that he's another guy, like just dependability is not there anymore because right. let's be real. He's, he's in that. I, in my opinion, when he's on, he's in that Embiid Jokic category. Oh he's yeah. I think we would very your top 10 guys. He was in our top 10. Yeah, man. I don't think so, I don't think it, I don't think either one of us had him out of our top ten. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Dependability. Yeah, yeah. Now, real quick, uh, as far as guys that are off the list, that you know, they're not top ten, but like, there are a couple guys I'm curious where you would have them ranked. Like, who do you like better between? Who would you rank higher between, like Devin Booker and like uh, Donovan Mitchell? I always feel like they're they're very tough. Like they're they're both really good young players. So who would you rank higher? Ooh, I would say right now I like. I, I kind of like Donovan Mitchell a little bit. Uh, and, yeah, me too. Me and too. the only reason I say that is because I just thought Devin Booker and some of the games, especially in the finals, he kind of like disappeared. He had some really bad game where he scored like 10 points. And yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see that from Donovan Mitchell. Like he always like, you know, even if you want to call it a bad game, you know, he may not shoot well, but he'll score like 20, 25 points. Like he'll always get the points. Um, yeah. The thing with Donovan Mitchell is he just, you know, he's the same thing with him. He's kind of, um, but yeah, I do like Donovan Mitchell's game a little, just slightly better than Devin Booker. But Devin Booker is a beast. Um, yeah, and that, and that those are valid points because I, to me the difference is Donovan Mitchell's asked to be the best player on his team, and he consistently is. I feel like Booker right. should be, but he's he's a little inconsistent. Right. Right. Honestly, like when watching the finals, like he, I think he had a couple of forty point games in the finals. But... He did. That's what I'm saying. He he can have no like. Booker could go off and they're like, I mean, he's had some great, and even in the playoffs, he has some great games, but I just, like you said, he's just, and then he'll have other games where you don't hear from him, like, you know, 10 points or, yeah, you know, he's shoot, he, you know, he's shoot, sh- shooting real bad or he makes a lot yeah. of mistakes. He, like, that's the thing. I feel like sometimes when I watch him play, he can be neutralized. Like, I'm like, I don't know if he, maybe he, he's not like a phenomenal ball handler, because, like, sometimes like, he, he can't, like, get around a guy. I'm like, yo, No, man. like, remember the biggest play of game five was when he lost the ball to Drew Holiday and Giannis had that dunk? Like, that yeah. changed the series. That was like, pretty- he legit can't get around a defender. It's like, right. uh, maybe you got to work on your handles, bro. Exactly. And that's what I like about Mitchell. Like, Mitchell can legit get around you. Right. Um, and we know Mitchell. When he goes off, he'll drop 50 on you. Exactly. No exactly. Yeah. I, another young guy I like is Jason Tatum too. Although the Tatum has those weird bad games too, though. He does. He does. That's the part of being young, though. You're gonna have those. Right. Point now, as far as where they're ranked, I would have. I probably would put them in my top twenty. I don't know about top fifteen. I, you know, I have to like see. Like, you know, I still have guys like Kyrie, Harden over them. Yeah. Um, yeah true. True. Yeah, it's just hard. And then where's Simmons? <laughs> well, well, he can't score. He can't shoot. Like, yeah, I don't know about Ben. He, ma- he makes Jason Kidd look like Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, at least Jason Kidd tried to shoot. At least he tried. He also made a lot of threes. Like he did. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. At least like Kidd, you know, at least attempted and like you said, right? He made some big threes sometimes. Like so. Yeah, he did. Although he went zero for seven in the game seven. Yeah. I, oh, I know you love to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You love that. But um, yeah. So before we get out of here, we're gonna touch on a couple of topics. So uh, obviously, as you know, you know the Olympics are going on, 
And um, yeah, it hasn't been a good start for Team USA. <laughs> it has not been, no. Uh, <laughs> obviously, as you guys already know, they lost to France in the opener. Uh, you know, they I think they lost by seven. It was 83-76. And I remember me and you texting just like, what is going on here? And um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it, this is, it's reminding me a lot of 2004, you know, the 2014 that took the bronze. I, I mean, I, to be honest, they actually look a lot of, a little worse than that team. Um, I, I don't, I'm not very confident they may even medal. I mean, if, if you guys have been watching, I think in exhibition, they had lost two in a row. They lost to Nigeria and, mm. and Australia. It was back. To, it was the first time they lost back to back. It was like since the 1980s or something like that. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, I guess the question I posed Quab is like, how, how were they not, I understand they haven't been together that long. And, you know, obviously with, with the crazy NBA season this season and, COVID and, you know, not really having a real training camp, but you have KD, you have Devin Booker, you know, you have Chris Middleton, you have, da- you know, you have Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. How are you not at least, you know, I don't know, like they only scored 76 points. That's another thing that kind of disturbed me and frustrated me at the same time. I was like, how are you only scoring 76 points with all these guys that you have? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, what are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I haven't watched them yet. I've only because you know they come on like really off. Weird yes, stuff. right, right. So I've only I, seen scores and read. Right, stories. I did watch the first game against France. Yeah, yeah I did. But I, I think it's a classic example of you can have a talented roster, but you still have to have chemistry, and they still right, 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 right. And and you look at look at the guys on their team. You have Bradley Beal. You got Zach. well, he's not playing. You remember because right, right. Well, well, I'm talking yeah. about the games they did lose. Right, did, right. But I know he's out for COVID reasons, but. Look at the games they lost, in, like, you know, between Beal and, like, Zach, Zach Levine. Right, These right. are all, like, a lot of these guys are, like, volume shooters. They have a lot of volume guys. Like, Dame Lillard is a volume shooter. Right. So, honestly, I feel like they're lacking, like, a like a true – like, now, Drew Holiday is there now. But, like, I feel like they were just lacking, like, a true point guard. Like, I like yeah. Lillard, but for me, Lillard's always kind of been, like, a two playing a one. Like, he reminds me of Kyrie in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so I just don't think they have like you know those 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 point guards that are like strictly pass first, score second guys. Like a Chris Paul would be great on this team, mm-hmm. or like a you know back in the day like Jason Kidd. Like they need a guy like that. They need like a floor general who's not looking to necessarily score. You know, right. get other guys. I just thought having KD would be enough because I mean, obviously, I know you think he's the best player in the league. I do. Yeah. I just I just thought with him. Like, right, I agree. They have a lot of volume shooters, and they lack like, a lot of places. Like, they don't really have a true big man. They Right, they don't have a true point guard. But I thought they could overcome that because you have a guy like KD who is considered the best in the league that can, you know, he can he's going to be, you know, consistently good. You know what I mean? He's going to be the guy that can, you know, during the tough stretches, can kind of put, put you on your back and, you know, get it done. So I've just been sh- surprised that that hasn't happened yet. I know it's only one game, but, again, I was just a really – kind of disturbed they only scored 76 points and i was like you have all this talent you have kd you only scored 76 points and i know that the european rules are different and i get that but yeah you be you should be scoring more than 76 points you know when you have a, a roster like that and i think what's happening too d is the rest of the world i don't say they're catching up but man there's great players like I mean, obviously, Luca plays in the NBA, but like, yo, Luca dropped like fifty the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did he have a triple double? 
<laughs> dude, he's so good. Oh yeah, he God. is. <laughs> well, you so know what? Good. I will say this: that France team had what three or four NBA players. That's they had Evan thing. Fournier. Yeah, like they had Rudy these... Gobert. Right. Good um, point. Like all these teams have NBA guys. Yeah, they had uh, Nicholas Batum. Mm-hmm. So there you go. quite you a know, few. Oh, big right, guys right. too. So you, all right. Big I mean, I will say that you know, as far as the rest of the world catching up, right? I think a lot of these guys because you have a lot of NBA caliber players on these like other countries that. Yeah, they can get it done, and the the USA has to be on notice and has to be aware that, right? You just can't make a team up of, you know, whoever, and just think, okay, we'll just take the, you know, the best scores, whoever, and they can get it done. It's like, no, you have to have, right? I agree. Like, you have to have a true point guard. You have to have a really, you know, at least one good big man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not star players. You know, they're like superstars, but they're they're good for what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and real quick, going back to Luca. It actually is kind of scary how good he is. Dude, he's 22. He's yeah, 22. I know. I know. And, like, he in the NBA is giving you, like, 39 and 8 or something. Like, like yo, what is, this is scary. Like, how good is he going to be, like, five years from now? <laughs> right. And that's, like, that's when you start talking about, like, prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a young player, man. And, like, I didn't think he'd be this good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is scary, man. But yeah, no, yeah okay. really. Like you made some good points, and like I said, I you made good points talking about like the guys on these other teams. You got NBA players litter, littered throughout these other international. Yeah, teams. man. I now mean, I know that's that's been the case some other years too. Right, right. Like, remember, remember when? Remember when? Um, what was that dude? He played on the Heat, Carlos Arroyo. Remember when he was busting our ass for all? Oh, <laughs> That's right. No, so he looked like Iverson. He was hooping. yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. Like the, certain players, when they when they're playing for their team, their international team or their home team, they're like they're extra fired up to play the U.S. Like they really right, want to beat the right. U.S. They don't. Yeah, because a lot of these guys we name, like you know, they're not. I mean, some of them end up being like all stars, but a lot of them don't. You know, they just end up being good role players. You exactly. know what I mean? Guys yeah. off the bench or good. You know, even if they start, they're just good role players. But they don't. You know, right when they play for their national team. Yeah, I think it's just the the right. They are just pumped up to play the USA because they know the US has all these, you know, the so-called all-stars and they want to kind of prove the world wrong. So I get it, you know what I mean? Um but, you know, yeah, man, I don't know. Like I said, I, I it doesn't look too good right now. Um <laughs> no, I, not looking good. I mean, I I think I if I had to make a prediction, I think it would end up being like 2004 where you know, they may get the bronze, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't medal at all. I mean, just the way things have been panning out, how they've been looking, you know, through this whole thing. So, yeah, another another we'll have to see as as, as the uh, Olympics go on. We'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll see. They still have a chance to redeem themselves. And oh, the thing, like, they got Greg Popovich because he – what's his deal? Is he still good? <laughs> well, you made the – you had me rolling on the floor <laughs> when you texted me, and I kind of agree. I, I just don't think – you're right. He may not care anymore. I'm you know, like, has he been good since Duncan left? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's like, look, I've won five chips. I don't I'm think he good. cares. I mean, I don't think he cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he yeah, that was so funny when you texted me that. I was like, you know what? And when I thought about him, I'm like, yeah, you may be right. Because, yeah, he hasn't been good since Duncan left. And I just think, look, I mean, he's one of the oldest coaches in the league. I mean, I think he's either, you know, in his he's 70s. Pushing like, he's like pushing 70. Yeah. So, might be, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's that old, but yeah. Yeah, but my thing is like, you you may be right. He just, I mean, look, he's won five chips. He doesn't really care. Yeah, he's 72. I knew he was yeah, that old. Yeah, so, wow. I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like, he may just be like, look, I've done what I've done. You guys know who I am. I mean, he's going to go down as one of the greatest, you know, basketball coaches of all time. Oh, no we already question. know that. No question. Um, yeah, so, 
Yeah, you may be right. He just doesn't care anymore. Dude, like the he, the Spurs made the, the playoffs like twenty straight years. It's awesome, but like right, right. Yeah, since Duncan left, I feel like he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Before we get out of here, um, so another topic that uh, is funny. I was just telling Quad before we got on the air, just some awesome news, and I'm I'm sure you know you, you love to hear it. So obviously, you know, uh, the NBA has been trying to grow their game, not just in you know China and you know, in, in Europe, but also in, in the continent of Africa. So uh, they have this thing called NBA Africa where, you know, they've been kind of trying to build a league out there uh, from what I understand. And um, today it was announced that former President Barack Obama was actually going to be a minority owner of NBA Africa. So I just thought that was, you know, some awesome news just to share with everybody that people may that may not look too in-depth in it, but... Um, that is great. That's really Yeah, great. man, just to grow the game globally um, and in just for the continent of Africa and to have, a you know, Obama attached to it, it's just a great feeling. He should try to be, like, coach of one of their teams. Like, Oh, my he's God. He's just out of play. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is what we always say. This is certain things I don't want to see. I don't want to see him be coach, and I don't also want to see him play. I'm being real. I wouldn't mind seeing him coach. That'd be kind of cool. And that's yeah, the president to come. I don't want to see him play. No. I'm like, oh, run the pick and roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but that's really awesome news. And I didn't yeah. I didn't hear about that until you told me. I know this is I mean, we're recording this episode on a, a Tuesday Tuesday night, but right. um you told me right before the podcast started. And I thought I thought that was really awesome news. I guess he's gonna be like a strategic advisor too. So Yeah, um, right, right, right. Yeah, that's great news as far as helping expand the game and make, make, get more of those guys to the states if they want to be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We know there's always great players coming out of out of Africa. I mean, some of them right, are, right, right. In my opinion, the a top three center of all time, the Kim Olajuwon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. My favorite center of all time. My yeah, favorite. I think he's the most skilled center of all time. Yeah, so. I agree. Most talented. Yeah, mm-hmm, I always say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome news, man. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on that and and, and see where that goes. Yeah, like I said, man, it's just and just to grow the game globally, especially in that continent, just uh-huh. in Africa. It's just it's just awesome to see. Like I said, I've been hearing about NBA Africa for some years now, um, yeah. you know, being a part of LinkedIn, you know, I, I, I actually used to work in the NBA back in, uh, from, o, uh, back from 08 and 09. And, um, one of the gentlemen I actually worked with, he's actually a big part of like starting that, um, NBA Africa. Uh, and they have like some current players who are kind of helping them trans, you know, like with the transition and trying to, you know, help put together everything. But, uh, yeah, it's just an awesome thing, man. And like I said, to have Obama now be a part of it, it's just going to, you know, help it grow more. And hopefully, like I said, we'll, we will be, you know, in five years, you'll start seeing, you know, games in Africa and, you know, really maybe even a, a kind of a, de- a developmental league there where, you know, right. You know, you'll have guys get the opportunity to go to the NBA. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm excited to see that for sure. I'm from all around. Yeah. So obviously this is definitely before we get out of here. Um, <laughs> you saying that. I, know, I keep saying that. I'm like, yeah, before we get out of here, before we get out of here. But uh, definitely before we got out of here, the last thing is, um, you know, uh, me and Quab had uh, had some discussions, um, you know, prior to, to, the, to the show and leading up to the show for some weeks. Um, you know, we want to get your thoughts and interactions from from our listeners. So we're going to start kind of a mailbag uh, kind of thing where, you know, you can DM us, you know, anything you want to talk about or even ideas for the show. What do you guys think of what we talk about? And or what segments you might want to see. Right. What segments you might want to see. What guests Or here, I should say. <laughs> right. What interviews or guests or what kind of people you want us to interview. So 
we'd love to get your thoughts and just, you know, the, the whole interaction and connecting with the listeners. So, you know, if you want to DM us on Instagram or, or Twitter, uh, you know, that'd be great. You know, I know, you know, we put posts up to get you guys, you know, opinions on what we talk about most of the time on the podcast. But yeah, like I said, this is, this is more than just the podcast. You know, you can, uh, DM us, like I said, about anything, you know, like I said, anything you think we should talk about, you want to talk about, or, you know, just get your thoughts on, you know, random topics, you know, especially things that we discuss, you know, like yeah. things. Yeah, you think, yeah, absolutely. Right. Things you think we may have forgotten. Like, you know, we talked about our top 10. You may say, hey, you forgot about this player or, you know, this is my top 10. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, or even if um, you want, you know, want us to give you thoughts on how your team's going to, your favorite NFL team's going to do next season. Right. Correct. Or our favorite NBA team or, Right. What you know, you could get our thoughts of our, our predictions on, you know, any 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 of the you know any of the sports. You know, that would be that'd be awesome. Heck, if you want to ask career advice or how we got into <laughs> right, the industry, right. any any of that stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, Darren Darren and I work at ESPN. I'm I'm currently at NFL Network. Like, there's right. We'll give you if you, we'll give you any any questions you got. Holla at us. Right. You know. You know. Obviously, you guys know we we also you know, cover hip hop, you know, any, any thoughts on, you know, right. You know, the type of music that's coming out, you're listening to, you know, new yeah. artists, old artists, you know what I mean? We, we talk a lot about the hip hop culture on here and just culture in general. So yeah, I mean, this doesn't have to be sports. It can be, you know, hip hop culture or any, you know, just what's going on in current events. You know what I mean? We, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's going to wrap it up for uh, episode 49. Like I said, coming up, we will be having uh, episode 50. That'll be the end of season two. And, um, man, like I said before, man, I can't believe it's been 49 episodes going into 50 episodes, man. It's been it's been a hell of a ride and uh, can't wait to see what uh, next season brings. Yeah, man, I'm excited and still got episode 50, you know, got some things in the works. So we'll, we'll, uh, we're excited to get, get you guys that episode. No doubt. So for for myself, your boy Quab, Pete. <laughs> All right, have a good one. <laughs>